Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. We are back with a major week in professional wrestling and a bombshell of an announcement right as we were walking in, which seems to happen. Maybe it might be actually that might actually be like not a coincidence. Like maybe this time that we record is when like news gets leaked this for was some meant reason. To be, yeah, I don't know, but uh, we got to launch right into it. So I don't, I can't believe you. I have to say this every week, but. I know more of you are listening than rating and reviewing this podcast. All right? So if you're enjoying what you're listening to, which seems to be the case, people are telling me they like the show. Review, rate, subscribe, do all that stuff. Give us five stars and also write that I'm an asshole in the comments. I don't care. Just give it five stars. It's free. It's free. This is free. It's coming at you hot. That's all they have to do. And, you know... Wrestling is dominating my existence now with the amount of content there is. You should really just give me a one-click. If you can't give me one-click for the 10, 15 hours a week that I'm devoting, pulling away from my marriage to just invest into the product of wrestling, then you are a jabroni is what you are. You're a jabroni is what you are. Which, by the way, I've been bringing back jabronis so hard. Oh, I'm just I calling people jabronis all the time. And I've been slipping into the conversation in a way where people are just, it's a it's a it's like I like pulled out my dick or something. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> I just go like, yeah, I mean, you know that guy, yeah, I know you're having problems with him, but ultimately he's a jabroni. And I think that <laughs> I'm just trying to like slip it in and it's just uh, very weird. Anyway, You've been hearing the chuckles. You've been hearing the, all the, the, the jovialness of my guest, Mr. Returning guest, Mr. Justin Donaldson. How are you? Uh, I'm doing good, man. Doing good. One of the, you're one of the crazier wrestling fans. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and a it, serious it's problem. It's a problem for you. Yeah. If you remember from the last time you came in, you said that you were buying DVDs from other countries that you had to get a special player to convert. Yes. And watch it. Yeah, it is a problem. Uh, I am also married and it is also taking time away from my marriage. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's crazy. Do you do you ever do you ever like uh like your wife goes to sleep and then you're like you're like up and you're like oh nice it's awesome and I'm like up so I can pop some, do some network work. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. or like podcast listening like listen to your podcast or listen to like <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah, love yeah. wrestling or Meltzer like it's either the network or yeah oh yeah it's oh it's great you're like oh wow I'm not I'm not tired and you're tired so it means that means a little more wrestling I can squeeze <laughs> in. <laughs> It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Uh, anyway, hey, guys, we, I think we got to start with news that's outside of WWE, but also now inside of WWE. Yeah. We walked in. TNA is just the has just been, I guess, sold in two parts. They've had a they've had a, a, a split where the TNA library has been purchased by one chairman of the board, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> now, is this confirmed? This is not. This is not confirmed, but it seems real. It's I'm one gonna, of those things I'm where keep an eye on it as we. Yeah, it's like it says. It's like this is what's set to happen, but it's reported by. It feels. It feels real. You know when you have that gauge of because actually the two pieces of news that just dropped are both not confirmed, but they just feel real enough to me to report. Like I, I think we'd be getting worked. I mean, it's kind of like the only. It's kind of the best option. And yeah, only option. Also, it just makes logical sense. Like Vince doesn't want TNA. The company, because what is he buying? He could just acquire the talent like he has been doing. What 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 would he want with that company? But the library for the network, it makes the network so much more legitimate uh, to be like, oh, now look, here's TNA's whole prime years. Plus, 
from what I'm reading is that they're going to rebrand and rename. So it means he'll have the entire TNA history yeah. at his disposal. Which it probably means if whatever the new company is, if they want to show old footage, they're going to have to license it from the WWE. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess that is. I mean, hopefully, hopefully the... Uh, the, uh, the architect of the Smashing Pumpkins, <laughs> Billy Corgan, who is now the owner of the majority shareholder of TNA. Hopefully, he's smart enough to figure that you might want to have like some EC3 highlights, <laughs> <laughs> or like you might want to be able to show a piece of the final deletion. But that was the most interesting thing to me. Now is that Vince owns the final deletion. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, he owns right. Vince owns final deletion. Huh. Uh, I also was reading a rumor that they're trying to. They want Matt, when Matt Hardy's contract up, they're trying to get it back, and Jeff won't go. Yeah, I could say. Well, he wants to stay on the drugs. <laughs> yeah, no, de- definitely. <laughs> I mean, there's no way around. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it is true. I mean, is he? Is he? Uh, you got to give res- Jeff Hardy respect. Is like when you're talking about drugs with Jeff, you're not talking about PEDs, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're talking about yeah. F- FEDs, like fun enhancing drugs. <laughs> oh yeah, he's having a good time. Yeah, yeah, he, he likes to party a little yeah. bit. Yeah, let him party. Let the man party. Let the man for party. Sake, man, he but killed yeah. himself for years for that company. Think about how dope the AJ Styles packages will be with more TNA content. Oh, it's gonna be show so some X Division stuff. Samoa Joe, they like a, have all that Samoa Joe stuff to show for his packages it, when he comes up. I got a little bit of vibe. Last night on SmackDown, from during the AJ Styles uh, promo at the end, Styles kept uh, talking about Flair, and yeah. I kept like it just I kept flashing back to them together in TNA. Yeah, and thinking like, is this like a little bit of like them? Like slowly bringing TNA continuity into the WWE universe. That that's a great call. I did not think about that because uh, actually I didn't watch much of that, but I did. I have done some YouTube dips into that. So that is that is interesting. I mean, look, the TNA library is a great asset. Yeah, that's a great purchase. So it, props to Vince McMahon for always capitalizing on a great thing there. Like that's another thousand hours in front of my television, right there. Yeah. And there's a lot of great TNA talents that are, like, coming up the pipeline. Guys I watch at PWG, uh, what, like Trevor Lee, uh, what's that guy, Andrew Andrew Flippy-Doo. You know what I'm talking about, Andrew, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Andrew Flippy-Doo. You know what I'm talking about. Guy, no physique. He's got no physique, no, but yeah. tremendous flips. Oh, boy, can he flip. This guy flips for, this guy flips for no reason. <laughs> if you give him an Irish whip, he's going to just flip. He's just going to flip. Full rotation. Full rotation. Full rotation. <laughs> um, that's the you know that's the motto of the indie scene. Full, Full rotation. rotation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tina. So Billy Corgan in charge of Smashing Pumpkins. Now, what do you know about Billy Corgan within the context of professional wrestling? Except that he's clearly been interested in it for a very long time. Here's, and involved. here's what I know. Uh, it was WrestleMania 26. It was the one out in Phoenix with the weird Vince McMahon Bret Hart match. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was sat next to Billy Corgan. And he was wearing a ma- a matching, like, like a uh, he was wearing a matching hat and cape that both appeared to be velvet. Okay. At WrestleMania twenty six, uh, okay. uh, which was striking. That seems extremely douchey. Uh... <laughs> and he was with Macaulay Culkin. 
Wow. The two of them were just like a couple seats down from that's, me at 26. I would say that that's very Michael Jackson of him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this was a, but this was a grown-up Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The best cop. Yeah. My favorite kind of Culkin. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of that's That's all I know about Billy Culkin wrestling. It's a controversial statement, but uh, I'm, no, I'm more a, of a fan of Culkin in his, in his adulthood. Yeah, I, I, that is controversial. I think you, should, you may want to keep that to yourself. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a hot take on uh, Culkin. Uh, if he, if he, that's all I know. I, I'm assuming he's a fan that just got uh, carried away. <laughs> yeah. If Culkin, uh, if if Culkin uh, made a Home Alone now, would you go see it? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Why wouldn't he? That just sounds like that would be amazing. And I like I don't go to the movies either, but that I would go. If see. he was like the dad. Oh yeah. And then oh, he, and he leaves his kid at home. Yeah. yeah we should write this after the podcast. Yeah, this is a great idea. All right. We say cut this part out because I don't want someone to steal this brilliant idea. <laughs> now, gotcha. when I think about Billy Corgan, I I think about uh, think about two things. I mean, well, I guess three things. What the what, the last one is just his music, which is uh, I'm a big fan of, actually. Uh, which is it's hard to separate. It's hard to think about that guy who I really loved in the '90s with like this weird version of this weird like Corey Feldman uh persona that he has now. Well the good news for Smashing Pumpkins fans is Corgan's losing so much money on TNA. Yeah. He's gonna have to get the band back together and get out there on the road. Well I think he still has been touring. And he tours as Smashing Pumpkins with none of the other members and plays their songs. But I guess he wrote most of them. So it's See, he's gonna have to sense. do like a full re- reunion, like a grand a ticket to try to fill his bank account back up because well, this so, is a mistake. Yeah, I uh uh I've heard that he's worth around 50 million. So what do you think he paid for TNA? Ooh. Well, that depends on the debt situation. Right. Cuz cuz if you I watched <laughs> this is purely based on watching The Profit the Marcus Lamonis show on CNBC, uh, the, the new sponsor of here. Check out new episodes of The Prophet. No, not a sponsor. But I love it that much that I'm willing to sponsor it for free. Uh, great show. That guy's a sociopath. Uh, <laughs> he goes in there and he's just like, if you cry for me, I'll give you a check. Uh, but uh, <laughs> literally what that is with every single episode of The Prophet. Actually, I'm gonna, I got a couple stand-up shows tonight. I'm going to work that in. But uh, that is literally what that show is. But so... Uh, he'll like he he like pays. You look at the profits that a company is capable of, and then you look at their debt ratio, and you can see that he's underpaying for the percentage that he's getting. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. there are these companies, and these companies are in such dire straits. So I imagine that he probably got a real good deal. Like I'm talking at like this point, like one he's, million. He's paid for like <laughs> three sets of TV tapings. Yeah, so I think he's already like five million in. Right. Oh, right. Because he just pay- he paid for Bound for Glory, right? And the two I think previous ones that had to go towards capital, though. Like that had to go towards buying. I hope company. so. Yeah, that definitely had to factor in, and or maybe it was just a bargaining chip because I Vince McMahon I heard was lowballing them. That's what I had heard. In any case, I think the other thing I think about when I think about Smashing Pump uh, uh, Billy Corgan is I think about. Um, uh, I think about his appearances on Howard Stern. Oh yeah, and he's very he's incredibly unlikable on there. <laughs> Right? Am I yeah, wrong? Yeah, no, you're totally right. Yeah, he's incredibly unlikable on there, and he's very much like, he played Tonight Tonight Acoustic, and then was just like, I would only do that for you, Howard. He's like one of those guys who's like, I'm not going to dance for you, monkeys. And it's like, 
all right, man, but, like, those songs, we love them. Like, you should just be happy to have fans. It's like, a, even though I understand, like, playing the song, same song night after night, but he's a little bit too far in the asshole uh, diva direction. Yeah, I think I, I kind of picked up on that, like, every time I've ever seen an yeah. appearance by him. Also, he talks about the breakup of Smashing Pumpkins and takes no responsibility when every single member of the band is like, he's impossible. And he's just like, guys, he just blames them. Still, one of them's dead, I think, right? I think. Yeah. And so, I don't know. Every time I listen to him, he rubs me the wrong way. My wife's not a fan, and he's not great live. I'm being really harsh on Billy Corgan. Just, I hope he does a, not listen. Just a life tip. Blame yeah. it all on the dead guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's not a bad... That's yeah. not a bad thing. Uh, yeah, Grateful Dead. Now, he's already, he's already run one wrestling company into the ground, right? Yeah, like, what was that? Like, not House of Hardcore. That's Tommy that's Dreamer, t- Yeah, right? that's Dreamers. But he had one that he was talking about on Howard. That's how I knew about it. And he had, like, he had sold, like, a reality show about it. I don't know if that ever aired. Yeah, I don't think it did. Last thing I want to say about Billy Corgan, because we got to move on. Because <laughs> uh, this is not a, this is, guys, this is not a Smashing Pumpkins fan fiction uh, podcast. Though we will start that. Uh, if there's enough, if there's, if there's enough, if there's enough reviews and, 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 and ratings, we'll do it. But uh, I think about, like, yeah, if I was a successful comedian, right? Um, uh, and, 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 and I, I, you know, I don't want to shit on myself. Like, I keep hearing all these podcasts. Where people are like so dep- so self deprecating. I'm trying to cut that down. But like, I'm funny. You know, I'm a, I'm a good comedian. Yeah. Right. I have some momentum in my career. But I'm saying, if I became like Kevin Hart, right? Yeah. Which Smashing Pumpkins were Kevin Hart at a time, right? Yeah. I'd buy a wrestling promotion. Sure. <laughs> it would be the first thing I do. Yeah, me too. So in that way, I have a lot of respect for Billy Corgan. <laughs> yes. For living the gimmick. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's just like. Uh, you know, and I think Billy Corgi could be a really interesting Vince McMahon character for TNA. By the way, if anyone out there knows Billy Corgan, Dan and I would like to work for the new TNA. Definitely. If uh, if anyone could hook that up. Yeah. And well, I guess we're going to keep talking about it. I mean, that would, of course, we, they need to bring us in. I mean, I think I burned that bridge if he listens to this podcast. I did rip him. I, did I, I felt like I gave him constructive criticism, right? He should be able as a wrestler, if he wants to be a wrestling promoter, he's got to have the cojones, the balls of steel, to handle that kind of criticism. Yeah, like Bill Watts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, all right. Last thing I want to say is TNA. The most controversial, not the most controversial thing, but one of the most controversial things about TNA has been the name. The name of TNA is terrible. It's Horrible. a pun. It's a pun on tits and ass. Uh, and, and they call it total nonstop action. It's always been bad. Even in the 90s when, like, uh, treating women like a pair of tits was the norm. It still felt weird then. I don't know if this is true, but I've heard that part of the reason they did that name was to like trick people to buying the pay-per-views. Like back in oh, at like the beginning, it was porn? yeah. Like they would see TNA and they would click the buy button. Bound for glory and then, hole. Too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just paid thirty dollars to see Jeff Jarrett hit somebody with a guitar. Oh yeah, wow. I mean, look, that's I'll, at least that's kind of smart. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Trick people when technology was bad. But I mean, I hope I hope the first thing they do is rebrand into like a good wrestling promotion name. You know what I mean? Oh, I hope so. And maybe too. move away from the initials. Is it a way? Can we have something that's not initial based? Yeah. Does that does it have to be like H H H or whatever? Like that's a Triple good H? Why, Yeah. Why, like why? Yeah. Can it just be called like uh, I don't know? I guess Lucha Underground is called Lucha Underground, right? Oh, they're yeah, not that's like true. Yeah, no one calls them L U. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I just feel like they're going to fall into that trap. Also, change that ring. I hate that ring. Oh, yeah. That definitely. ring is atrocious. It makes yeah. me feel like 
it makes them so illegitimate. I mean, they, they can do anything now. If there's if there's no TNA, which apparently there is no TNA, right? It's a whole new ball game. They can yeah. do whatever they want. TNA needs to be the PWG, the television show. Yeah, exactly. That's what it needs to be. I would put it in. I would put it in like a in like a what's that called? The American Legion Hall. Yeah, I would put it in some kind of like rinky dink. Uh, it's, it's, it's something like I mean it has to look a little better, but I would do something that is really capitalizing on, uh, uh, you know, like the IWC. Like I would call it IWC or, or something. Or they could pre-tape the whole thing, like the Matt Hardy se- uh, segments. F- make it full final deletion. Yeah, <laughs> that could be interesting. That is definitely like there's something about that that is the future of wrestling. Just don't know what it is. Uh, all right, cool. So let's move to the next big rumor, and we haven't touched No Mercy, we haven't touched Raw, we haven't touched <laughs> SmackDown. Uh, you know, it's getting tough, uh, is that the rumor that I'm reading by Dave Meltzer says this is all but confirmed, is Survivor Series, Brock Lesnar versus Goldberg. I hate this so much. Oh, speak, I hate speak Goldberg. Speak your truth. Justin, I speak your truth. I hate Goldberg so much. Listen, that feels anti-Semitic. <laughs> And I don't appreciate I, it as a Jew, but all right, keep I going. I love Colt Cabana. <laughs> uh, it's, it's only two of them, right? It's only those two. Those are the only. Well, then there's uh, uh, Barry Horowitz. <laughs> I love Barry Horowitz too. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there you go. Two Jews I love, one I hate. Actually, I heard that Alexa Bliss is Jewish. Oh, really? Which blew my mind. Mm. Anyway, keep going. Uh, yeah, I hate Goldberg. Yeah, uh, I think he's useless. I think this is horrible. Uh, I'm. If it's just a one-off Survivor Series appearance, yeah. and he comes in and Brock murders him, uh, great. But if he sticks around for any length of time and goes over any legitimate, active, talent. Yeah, legitimate talent on the active roster. Like, if he beats Kevin Owens, what would you do? Will you break your TV? Oh, my God. I, I have no idea what I would do. Like, that would be—that is yeah. the worst-case scenario for right. me. Like, I was pissed when he came in— Back after WrestleMania 19. Yeah. Like, I looked, you looked at that roster, and that was a great roster back then. And it was like, but they don't need this guy. Like, what in the world are they doing? Was that Brock Goldberg, 19? That, uh, that was at 20. He came right. in right after WrestleMania 19. Yeah, he yeah. stayed for a year, uh, did a bunch of bullshit, <laughs> and yeah. then left. The reason I'm into it is only is purely because that, like, when Goldberg finally, I was, I was like, you know, during the Monday Night Wars, I was like, oh, my God, imagine Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Goldberg. Can right. you imagine this? It would be, like, the best thing you ever, like, I, I'd have, like, dreams about it. You know what I mean? And then by the time that that happened, by the time that he came to WWE, I was, like, in college just so into women. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that I, like, you know, uh, <laughs> I was, like, not even watching at all. I didn't even, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, oh, I understand. Because I, I, I'm the same age as WrestleMania. I always say that. Like, that's what I know. Uh, so it's 19, that means I'm 19, which is, I love it. It's one of my favorite things that I know how old I am. When somebody mentions a mania, I immediately know how old I am. Uh, yeah, I dropped out for five years from, like, 20 to 25. Yeah. I was I, just done. I came back my. I was in college. I came back my senior year of college because I got a DVR. Oh yeah. And I was like, oh, I'll DV- what's the perfect thing to DVR? Raw. And then I st- and then I dipped back in, and then I've been back in uh, pretty much that whole time. I but- got back in because I moved into a comedy house with a bunch of other comedians, oh, yeah, and they it. used to watch wrestling, and we were all like, hey, we should watch, start watching Raw again. And it was around like WrestleMania twenty five, and it was bad, but we kept watching. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll. Uh, th- 
that'll do it. I actually came back in. I was watching around that age, and I actually was enjoying it just because. Uh, but you knew it was worse. You knew you yeah. knew you knew it was worse. But I was I was enjoying it because I was living in Manhattan and I had like my first paycheck. I was working at like a <laughs> I had like a big job, and it was like my first time I was free and just watching Raw with like smoking fucking weed in my living room. I don't know. I, I enjoyed it, but I definitely was like. This is whack. Also, I had money. Like, I, w- I went to the Rumble. I went to the, the Rumble where Undertaker won, where Cena won. Uh, well, no, where Cena won in Madison Square Garden. Oh, man. That was in 09, I believe. That was pretty dope. Anyway. Well, there's no amount of weed that's going to make me enjoy Goldberg. Yeah. All right, that's fair. I mean, he's, he's you know, in hindsight, no, like, he's what he did in wrestling does not hold up in hindsight, seems to be. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? When people go watch his matches, it's kind of just like a run of, it was fun then, but... No, you know, when you go back, you don't, like, there's no classic Goldberg match. See, I hated it back then. Like, right. I absolutely hated him. Like, but I hated WCW. Yeah. I was a firm oh, WWF me too. guy. Me too. Me too. And, yeah, I hated him. And, you know, he ended Bray Hart's career. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, he gave him a stroke. It, it, just on and on. Like, I hate the guy. And, and uh, you know, putting Goldberg aside, yeah. it is so time for WWE to get off the nostalgia train and focus on the younger talent, the new talent, build them up. I don't want a Goldberg in one of the eight main events at Mania. I don't want to see it. I didn't want to see Sting. That Sting Triple H match ended up being fun. Yeah, it was fun. But 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 I actually felt like, and I was at thirty one. I uh, uh, I felt a little pandered to. Like I felt a little bit un, like I want to say uncomfortable is what I want to say. When like oh DX comes out now, and then like oh the NWO comes out now. It was so corny during that Triple H. Sting match. Was See, little... I loved that. Like that's what I that's what I wanted with the Bret Hart Vince match back in twenty six. I wanted just a clusterfuck schmaz of yeah. Like y- y- give me one of those matches a year, like a nostalgia yeah. match a year. Yeah. Like I flipped out when DX. Like when Sean showed up, I flipped out. My buddy Richie said it was like the most emotional he'd ever seen me get, and he was at my wedding. Yeah. Uh, just the the appearance of Sean. I was just like, oh my god, Sean at thirty one. Yeah. <laughs> Because every time they have a match like that, that's what I want to have happen. Because I'm always thinking, like, but where's DX to save Triple H? Where's right. like, so yes, the NWO made no sense. Well, but let me let me be clear. I loved it when I was there. I was going ape shit. <laughs> yeah. I was going ape shit for it. Like I totally bought into it. But like in in, in like you know in hindsight, you think about the Seth Rollins moment, which is like. Is like feels like legitimate, almost feels like a real sport moment. Yes, you know what I mean. And yeah. Then you're like, oh, that's like hokey. Like I'm going to just, that's like I'm going to watch a cover band or something. Right. You know yeah. what I mean. So it's like, oh, it, make, it it like cheapens the event a little bit. But I guess ultimately there's a space for all that there. Yeah, you know I, I mean? think so. At Mania, I think so. It's eight hours now. Uh, you get one nostalgia match like that in eight hours, it's fine. Yeah, and I think ultimately it's it still helps WB sell, and that's why they do it. Like I have friends we've talked about. John Wadowski comes on the show. He's I, I bring him on the show because uh, he represents the casual fan. He's a guy who sees like, yo, Triple H is still jacked. Awesome, I'll watch that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's something there. It's like, oh, Goldberg's wrestling. I have a lot of friends who will be like, I'll watch Goldberg wrestle. And I think and if, so, if you're going to have a Goldberg match, I think Brock is the smart move. Yeah. Because the non-casual fans are going to be watching that match to see Brock destroy Goldberg. And it's what will happen. It'll just be Suplex City. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, all right, cool. Let's. Uh, uh, let, uh, all right, let's. Uh, let's. Well. Okay, uh, let's. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot to move on to. Let's get. In, let's jump into Raw. So 
Well, it's a go-home pay-per-view uh, episode for SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, so we even have to talk about the pay-per-view coming up, and there's a lot of stakes there, too. There's uh, 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 so, but let's, uh, Did let's you go to, to Raw? Raw? I did not go to Raw. I did didn't you? go to Raw either. Yeah, I didn't go to Raw. I I kind of just like blew it. I had I had some shows I had to do, and then I was like, you know what? I'll cancel them and I'll find some tickets. And it was just I was in Nashville all weekend, so I just, it just kind of escaped me. I got back Sunday, and I was like, ah, shit. Whatever. I assumed it was going to suck, and then and it yeah. wasn't a bad show. So Raw was pretty good this week. Yeah. Uh, so let's just jump right into the main thing: is that Sasha Banks is now again the WWE. Uh, woman's champion, Raw champion. Yeah, that's what it is. I think you say the WWE Woman's Raw champion, or it's like SmackDown. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. And so, how how'd you feel about that match? Uh, I thought the match was good. Yeah. Uh, that uh, the thing Charlotte did off the top rope. Yeah, that was definitely. I think that's the main thing to bring out is that Charlotte did the corkscrew moonsault, and that's like the- a WrestleMania spot. Yeah, she. Uh well look I'm gonna say this and then you can take this or you can you can shoot it down I don't care I think Charlotte will go down as the best female wrestler ever I'm gonna say that now someone will come along and be better but I'm saying like she will she will wear that crown for a decade or so or or you know five I, years I think that's definitely possible um I will say this and I don't I I I don't think she's at the level that a lot of people think she is yet. I think yeah. she's gotten very. She, I think she's great. Yeah, but she's also gotten very lucky with the people she's been able to work with. Mm. But I think she is on her way to the greatest. Sure, because I I don't know if I've ever seen a wrestler ever improve so much in the short period of time that Charlotte has been around. Yeah, if you watch that like first year of NXT, like her first couple of matches, she was so green. And 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 I think that's part of what I love about her is that I actually just I happen to just start uh, randomly start watching like when she was starting NXT. That's yeah. when I started watching NXT like she was brand new and uh uh you know and and I've just seen her evolve in a way where I'm just I'm in awe of it. It's, and she's done the work like she, it's yeah, it's great. And to me Sasha's plateaued a little bit. Yeah, I feel the same way. So I think like Charlotte just when like it's like oh okay, when she got up on that turnbuckle I was like okay, she's going to do She's going to do the backflip, right. right? You know, she's going to do the backflip to the outside, which she's done two times. And then she does a corkscrew. You're like, you're just like, look at the evolution of this woman who's yeah. saying I'm genetically superior, proving she's genetically superior, playing a heel role so well, like really tapping into that flair energy. Yeah. She like is a flair. She feels like a flair, but not in a cheap knockoff way, which is how she started. Right. She started just wooing. And I was like, oh, okay, this is this She's is fine. still not great on the mic, though. You don't like her on the mic. I actually enjoy her on the microphone as a heel. I think that she does a, a I think she does a really nice job. I think she hams it a little bit. It's a little hammy, but yeah. I all I enjoy a hammy heel. Huh? You yeah, don't I, like her her mic work? Yeah, I just think it's some. It you know she gets thrown a lot by the crowd. I feel like like that post uh, was it post SummerSlam segment or post Mania segment. Uh, Post mania, she got thrown by the crowd. Yeah, but I'm saying that she got thrown by that crowd. They were when she was supposed to do like the divas revolution thing. Right, she got thrown. And but I haven't seen her do that in a while. That's you true. That recently, that is very true. You know what? You're right. Yeah, she has not done that in a while. Yeah, she hasn't done that in a while, and she's really abused Dana in a, such a nice way. I love that stuff. The stuff with Dana. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm so sad that this is l- like leading to a feud between the two of them. 
because I feel like Charlotte works better with Dana or with somebody like Dana yeah. that she can play off of. Right. Because she's going to be upset with Dana because she'll be like, where were you? That's why I lost. So that we'll see where she's going to go there. But um, And it looks like they're having a hell in a cell. Charlotte and Sasha, that's the rumor. Oh, is that what they're going to do? Yeah. That is going to be bad ass. That, that might be the death of Sasha. We might see a lo- another live a death. Because you know she's going to do something stupid. Yeah, I mean that. That's I still rewatch that spot that that uh, Razor's Edge off the top ropes. Yeah, into I guess a Hurricane Rana yep. is what it was. Uh, I, I, that that was like probably was my so favorite dangerous. spot last year. Like, that, was that was crazy. That's crazy. She's a lunatic. Yeah. She's an absolute lunatic. And also, the thing I've noticed is the ring is too big for the women. Yeah. So. Like that's what I, I I've keyed in on it one time. I was like, these women are such good wrestlers. How come sometimes they like they don't have the fluidity of the of the guys in the ring? Like there's always a botched spot in in these women's matches, and most of the time you can equate it to the fact that they're higher up than the guys are because of their size, you know, or the fact you know the fact that the apron is taller than it should yeah. be. And it's more difficult to run the ropes. Yeah, and running the ropes. That's what it is. Like you could see that. So. You know, it's like at WNBA, they have a shorter hoop, right? It's like seven feet. You know, Zig? That's all it is? No, it's fine. I just ask you. I, don't, I just thought you would know that. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, I think it's eight feet, maybe. You know what I mean? So it's almost yeah. like they need a smaller ring. I don't, there's no solution for this. And by I the think way. that's one of the reasons why Charlotte works so well. Is yeah. She's, you know, she's built. She's the size of one of the dudes. Yeah. And uh, Sasha is smaller. And I feel like when she's falling. From uh, uh from the top ropes, like a couple, like she had that fall at SummerSlam, it's it looks devastating. She yeah. looks miniature, yep. <laughs> miniature. I said that like I'm broken, Matt Hardy. Look, yeah, imagine how she's gonna look in the cell. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. We're gonna see her first death in the cell, uh, and she'll go to heaven. She won't go to hell <laughs> unless Kane pulls her down. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. he's oh, there's always that chance. Uh, here's something I don't enjoy, and I want you. To, I, it's something I've been I've been critical of the women's division in a way that like probably a straight white guy shouldn't be, because uh, it's pretty heel. But I said that I I don't like all the self congratulations in the women's division because I think their wrestling is great. Like I I love the female division, I love the matches they're putting on. I kind of like it's like Sasha is winning her second belt. Does she need to cry again? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I you know I didn't mind it up until this point right and like the last time remember when she came out and she was like gonna say i'm hurt but then it was like a, it was oh, a, it was so a swear much. and it was just like we came out here we made history and it's like stop talking about making history it was like a year ago and we're, you've already assimilated in we've already had this draft yeah like you guys are main eventing i mean how many times i have to say that the women are main eventing it's like yeah. just have that as the main event. You know, I think that just like keeps the sexism around when you keep like yeah. pointing out how different and special this is that they're main eventing. Yeah. Just let a main event and that's it. The point I made was when when AJ Styles won the WWE championship, I'm like, how emotional had that have to been for him? But he's like, I'm a heel and I'm an asshole and I deserve this. He showed none of that. Yep. He just held that belt up and I said he went back in the in the back and he probably cried. Right? Yeah. But you don't see it because he's playing that character. I feel like the women's division, it's too much, like, it's too much, there's too much, uh, it's too, uh, there's too much gray area there. But I think they need to close that gap to get to the next level. I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, but do you see why it seems like a dick argument? I understand. I think we can say this stuff because we're married. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, uh, 
So yeah, well, well, any other points on that match? Uh, yeah, no, I mean that was yeah, it. I, I liked it. The package it. was great. Yeah, package up to the was match. great. Yeah, yeah, I like the, the I like it started with the NXT logo. Yes, I love when they can work NXT into it, like like history. Like NXT is history. <laughs> I dig it. I will say, I think I still preferred the first Sasha Banks title victory on Raw a couple months ago over this one. Well, yeah. So. Th- how do you feel about them switching titles now? It feels like, why do you think they did it? I think they did it because they thought Sasha might be hurt. and uh, you know, Or like they were worried about her health or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird, it's real weird. Did, I feel like the title's bouncing back and forth so soon. It seemed a little odd. Yeah, I thought so too. I When it went back to Charlotte, I thought, oh, well, yeah, you, I mean, that made sense to me. Yeah. But then it going back to Sasha so quickly, yeah. I thought it was weird. I guess I mean, they're worried about burying Sasha. Thing. I don't know. Yeah, they're worried about burying Sasha or maybe like, uh, I think, but Sasha has two wins, championship wins on random Raws. Right. Do you know what I mean? It's like. Uh, but now I think she probably holds it to Mania and faces Bailey at Mania, I'm guessing. Yeah. Bailey, Sasha, Mania, and they'll just repeat, just do that match. <laughs> Play by play, just like yeah. just recreate that match for a million entirely. more people. Yeah, just for for actually a significant number of viewers. Yeah, yeah, it'll be cool. All right, moving on. Owens, uh, let's talk about the raw, like the Owens New Day segment, the Jericho segment. Oh, great! This and is like, fantastic. I think, like, man, I don't want to see Owens and Jericho break up yet. Yeah, like I want another year of this until they break them up. Yeah, you, did you see them teasing them break up? But yeah, oh, in the match. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Because I think this is heading to probably, like, a three-way with Rollins, and that's where Jericho will, like, capitalize and turn on him or vice versa. Yeah. Do you think Jericho has a a, a, so a title run in him again? I don't think so. So, because Jericho is—it's amazing because Kevin Owens was great. New Day were amazing. Star of this segment was Jericho. Yep. And it's amazing because I really wrote off Jericho, to be honest. I did, too. I, wrote, I hate, When he came back, I hated him. I hated him. I was vicious yeah. weekly in my SmackDown column. I was vicious. Oh, yeah. Check and, out on Uproxx, right? Yeah, Uproxx. Uh, Check out Justin's uh, review of SmackDown. Like, to the, I was vicious to the point that someone told me that Jericho had heard what I was saying and was like, that's not cool. <laughs> wow. You were, what'd you say, Jericho? This fucking turd muffin. Oh, just like, t- like just saying he should die and just like, <laughs> it's just, I was. That's amazing. You're the problem. You I know? think like my favorite joke was uh, that the clock that counts down to Jericho showing up uh, happens to give you enough time to change the channel. Oh my God. Like stuff like that's, that. That's just like. That's just funny though. Yeah. He can't appreciate that? <laughs> no. no. Seems like he takes himself. I guess if you're a rock star, you take yourself seriously, Billy. But now Morgan. he's the best. Yeah. Now he's amazing. He found this. Uh, I don't know what. What do we call this iteration of Jericho? The the uh, the, the the French goof? Yeah. <laughs> like know. the weird dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. I uh, think Owens and Jericho should win the tag titles, and yeah. Owens should carry both the tag belt and the universal yeah, title. You know what? I, this is something I've been saying forever. Is like, what happened to the, like the New Day? Why are they locked into the tag division? Like, why is Big E not a main eventer? Yep. Or, like, even Kofi. Like, why are they not going for other belts? So weird. That is so bizarre that DX, that's not happening. All the stables used to do that. You used yeah. to try to, we're a stable, we're the best. We used to try to collect belts, right? Especially when there is no one for New Day to face anymore. No. Like, they've beaten the club a billion times. They're 
there's no other tag teams until I guess they turn. Yeah, and Enzo and Cass beats them. I guess that's what's going to happen. Well, I would say this. So, the New Day needed needs this feud. It, yeah. it immediately reinvigorated the New Day. Yep. I mean, they're capable. Their capabilities on the microphone are uh, you know ten out of ten. Like they 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 got the goods. But there's like if they're like insulting the club and we uh, and we've significantly reduce the power of the club which you know it looks like seems like they're trying to build them back up right now with uh they're giving them some squash matches you know uh uh, uh it's like <laughs> because them facing golden truth every monday is really going to build them back yeah I know, I know i know but but in their minds it's like oh make them look strong so they get wins like they're getting some w's under their belt and letting them just look strong that's how they do it, right? That's the, that's what they're doing with Strowman. Like that's their deal. But but then they build them back up just to wrestle New Day again. Yeah. Like what? I know. I thought the club would win the belts because I was like, oh, New Day yeah. needs they, New Day needs something to just change, or they just need a really strong feud. So the, the Jericho Owens, if they keep that going, I think that's really interesting. My biggest problem with the brand split yeah. is that they didn't put all the tag teams on one brand, yeah. and all the women on the other. Yeah, I listen. I've said that on this podcast a million times. It made no sense. The female division is way too thin to be on two shows, uh, and the tag division is super interesting right now. And you, and then you're like, oh, I guess I can't have American Alpha versus uh, <laughs> right. versus the Cesaro Sheamus, which yeah. would be like amazing. Amazing. Right? You can't. You can't do it. So you're like, there's just two sets of tag belts, and one will always feel like the goofier, shittier one. Right. You know? Yeah. Uh, which is ultimately how the Universal Championship belt feels to me. It feels worse than the yeah, SmackDown the belt. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Jericho, I mean, just to give him even more props, though, you made the list stuff uh, I'm a sucker for. He said it like four times in a row, and I loved it every time. And yep. it, beca- it became mathematical and predictable, and I didn't care. It was a straight-up catchphrase, and I liked it. Um, I, I even liked Kevin Owens being like, "Can put Woods on the list again." I thought that was cool. I, I I was critical of being like, "Well, I think we need Owens to look stronger." Last week, I was like, oh, "We need Owens to look stronger because we need to like make him the legitimate champion." Because that is that point I'm making to you, which is like, when I think champion, I'm thinking AJ Styles is the champion. Like I'm almost forgetting Owens has the the belt in a way because mm-hmm. I'm more focused on Jericho than the belt. Right. But I still think Kevin Owens is doing a great job. Like his Me mic too. skills are dope. I, I people say his mic skills are just okay, and I don't know what they're talking about. I think those people can't get over the accent. Oh, I love the accent. Me I mean, too. It's part of what makes it work. Uh, I, how do you feel about the fact that like Kevin Owens? I, well, I, no. My point is that more that I was critical of it because it's like Kevin Owens is like the comedy's overshadowing Kevin Owens. But I think this week they found a nice blend of Kevin Owens embracing the comedy a little bit while still being strong. Yeah. And that is just, they're just, it's, it's working. He's one of the few people that can do comedy and be a serious heel. I've seen him do both so well. Yeah. And yeah, I I feel like, you know, if you leave it up to the WWE writers, uh, maybe it's not going to be the best thing. But uh, you know, we we know what he's capable yeah. of. Yeah, and I think uh, I think one, oh, one of the highlight moments for me was New Day. Uh, well, I mean, <laughs> one joke that hit really hard to me that I didn't think was that funny was him saying that when was the last time you jumped over anything to Kevin Owens? Yeah, but then he threw it back at him in the match. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was great. <laughs> that was great. That was great. I love that because also Kevin Owens jumps a lot. Yep, you know, all like, the time. He's a high flyer. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? That's kind of what's amazing about him is that he's like this, like, he's a cannonball. He's got the best frog splash since uh, Eddie. Yeah. So it was like, and the crowd went nuts for it in a way where I was like, come on, WWE Universe. Like, is that fat joke really it's cheap? It's like, yeah, it was, it's like, this. how much... How athletic does this guy have to be <laughs> yeah. for you to like, like – so, I thought it was so dumb. But my favorite thing that the New Day did was they said one insult. I forget which insult it was. And then, like, uh, Xavier Woods had, like, an orgasm. You see that? He was just like oh, – oh, he was just like – he got possessed by his own joke, like his own diss. And they all were just, like, fawning over each other in a way that was, like, so funny. It was so awesome. Yep. I didn't care that the joke was just all right. Uh, yeah, why why not have like why? I guess the tag belts are there, but I'm almost just like, why not have Big E going up against KO for the belt, and then they're all just supporting each other? Yep, I think that would definitely be the way to go. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, and then we get this tag belt. I mean, they're gonna move the tag belts very soon. I think. I think they'll so, probably too. let them beat Demolition's record. Cause, yeah. Like, why does Demolition have that record? Right. I don't know. Because <laughs> uh, people didn't lose their belts back then. Right. 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 All right, cool. So that segment was dope. I think actually the most important thing about that segment is that this was the first time we saw Rollins in skinny jeans. Yeah. Which I really, I got to tell you, I really enjoyed it. You know, everyone knows that I'm real gay for Seth Rollins. And uh, he came out, and he always comes out in wrestling gear. Do you notice that? Uh Uh-huh. This was the first time, he, I think, ever. Even when he came back at the end of, uh, I think he came back at the end of Extreme Rules, right? Yeah, you may be right about he that. He was in his new wrestling pants. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, he came out in just straight up like skinny pants and sneaks. And uh, he looked great. <laughs> he looked great. That's it. It, it, is, it is weird to be full on in your wrestling gear when you're doing something that's like supposed to be impromptu and you don't have a match that night. Yeah, that's always weird. So, yeah, anyway, uh, that's very on brand for me to talk about his skinny jeans, so I had to do it. How do you feel about this uh, Cesaro Sheamus stuff? Oh, I think it's, you know, um, I don't understand why they can't get along. <laughs> like, that yeah. makes no sense to well, me. It seems like they're two professionals. They should be able to be like, you know what, man, let's go for the, let's put our differences aside. Let's go for the tag title. We're, this is a job. Uh, yeah. uh, but other than that, like, yeah. I think they'll be a great tag team. Like, yeah. Well, it's amazing because they had like seven matches in each other, and and if we think about the kayfabe, the kayfabe is they're like beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. And then now they can't. Now they're just arguing over like who's gonna drive the rental car, <laughs> <laughs> which is like they have become like the weird odd couple or whatever. I definitely think it would have been better if. What? And I don't dislike it, but I think yeah. it would have been better if they would have just like shook hands and been like, "I respect you after 100%. all those matches." Let's go for the tag belt. I, I, I think so. The Coleman, I, but all right, I will give WWE props. The, I never the Coleman the the best. I was critical of the best of seven series because I was saying in in wrestling it doesn't work because without the inherent competition aspect it's just stupid and they did it in the stupidest way possible. Yes, which is like it was cool when that happened to the Red Sox, even though I'm a Yankees fan because it was like it's it's like oh my god it's real it's really competitive. But when you write that it's just dumb. But I never guessed that the ending would be no ending, and then they have to become a tag team. <laughs> you get, I think that's that's what's dope about wrestling. I love that. Yeah. And so they've kept uh, the reason they didn't shake hands because they kept Sheamus heel. Right. Like, right. So the crowd is cheering for Cesaro and booing Sheamus, which is a cool dynamic. It is within a tag team to have a face and a heel. It has happened, right? Because like Daniel Bryan and Kane, maybe. Yeah. I don't remember their dynamic. I I I, I didn't watch much of that. Uh, 
cool. So I don't know. I, I, I think it's cool. I think they're going to be the tag. I think they're actually going to be like big time tag team. Yeah, I think so too. I maybe they'll do something where Owens and Jericho beats New Day, and then Cesaro and Sheamus beats Owens and Jericho. Yeah, maybe Tyson Kidd any come back anytime soon? I don't think so. He seems down for the count. Yeah, maybe he be may be done. One of the longest. He's been gone for like two years. It feels like, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's a shame. I saw him at a PWG less than a year ago. Just and hanging still, out. Yeah, and he still had the uh, the halo on. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's in bad well, shape. Well, he was wearing it wrong. <laughs> You're saying he had it as a halo? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's probably why he's still injured. <laughs> he's wearing it as a, as a crown? Uh, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Reigns, Rusev, I'm going to say who cares about this. Yeah. Uh, I'll just say uh, they've really found a way. I was into Reigns for a little bit. Not into Reigns, like, really. <laughs> Not like where I was going to buy him. Yeah, you can't see his physique band. with the vest on. Yeah, I mean, with the vest. It seems like he's looking. He looks a little fat too, uh, just to be an asshole. But I will say that um, enough with the balls humor. It's, it's like so bad. It's like your Bulgarian balls. Balls. It's like Roman Reigns is like has like the personality of like a like a fucking floor. The WWE <laughs> loves balls jokes. They, they love, love them. them. And you know what? There's always a place for them. Yeah. But if that's done all, correctly. It's all Reigns does. Look, you want to toss in one balls joke? I'll take it. Testosterone is always on the table. But I will say that uh, it's just like it's all he does, and it makes him like a, a jokester. I don't like him as a jokester. I don't like anything about Roman Reigns, and I think that uh, I think that uh, they should find something more interesting for Rusev to do. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, uh, they had that opening segment with Lana. Her accent is getting real bad. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. I justify that as she's been in the country for a while now. She's acclimating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the kayfabe. Did you see they did a segment where, like, for the movie, she just uses her like a, a regular. Yeah, I don't American even care. Voice, and then she's doing interviews, being like, "I American accent so easy to do." By the way, uh, yeah. You know, so I do a show here at UCB called Tournament. Yeah, Nerds. Tournament Nerds. I and... saw my first Tournament Nerds. Oh yeah, the last one. Oh yeah, god, I enjoyed that was it. the worst show we'd ever done. That's what every everyone in the show told me. <laughs> yeah. they were, I was like, this is my first one. I was loving it, but everyone was just like, this is the worst one. <laughs> yep, this that was the terrible. worst show yeah. we've ever done. But thank you for. But coming. what uh, Tournament uh, Nerds? For the, just anyone who doesn't know, expo- explain the basic uh, premise it, of the it's show. It's a debate show. Great, where, great uh, concept. Thank great you. idea. Uh, myself and Hal Rudnick uh, came up with it, and we've been doing it for eight years here at UCB, and uh, it's a debate show where people debate who would win in fights between different people or fictional characters. And we have wrestlers on pretty regularly. It's third Saturday of every month at midnight, UCB Franklin. And a couple of months ago, we had Lana as a judge. Yeah. And she was the first person in eight years of us doing the show who said she had to do the show in character, in kayfabe. Oh, she did it with the Russian accent? Yeah. I, you know what? That I was out of town that night. That was the time I was like, oh, I got to go check that out. And I, I, Or I, there was a reason I couldn't make it, and I was bumped. So it she was, did it with the Russian accent? With and the Russian well, Rusev accent. was there also, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. What does that man look like? Uh, a just insane, like a brick <laughs> wall. And he had, like, he had, Rusev had come to see the show a couple of months prior to that yeah. and was right in the middle of the audience just stone faced the whole time, and I kept I couldn't stop looking at him. Oh yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> these guys, I mean, oh, anyway, oh man, if you if you're a WWE superstar or at least like you know a, a higher up big one, it's hard to not like your 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 eye grabbing. You know yeah, what I mean? Yes. You have a magnetic 
element to you. And Rusev's is just pure sauce. Right. He's like, oh, man. He was right there in the second row just staring me down. (laughs) That's great. Well, I enjoyed the show a lot. Thank you you, very much. Everyone was down on it because I guess it was, for whatever reasons, you had smaller attendance and normally it's packed or whatever. But I thought it was show was First one to not sell out, yeah. Anyway, inside anyway, UCB. Anyway, it's, this is too inside. Well, it'll, show, only come, it'll only get better from there, so keep on coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was great. I um, uh, I got, yeah, maybe, I, I, when I actually made me remind me that I, I got to see if Max Landis will want to come on the show. Because uh, he made that awesome uh, Triple H yeah. video. That was pretty dope. And he can talk to you forever about wrestling. Yeah, I know, I know. We don't know each other at all, but uh, maybe I'll... Maybe maybe uh, maybe I'll talk to him. We'll see. We'll see if he's got time for me. All right. Anyway, uh, where are we at? Oh, uh, all right. Well, I think. Uh, how do you feel about this Rollins face turn in general? I like it. I think it's working pretty much. Um, I think he's still a little whiny. I like to uh, see him stop whining so much, stop complaining. Yeah. Uh, and just uh, yeah. I mean, he's great. Yeah. You want to cheer him. It was a mistake to bring him back as a heel. Yeah. I, I think it was. I mean, look, I think it was the safe bet to bring him back as a heel because it was like, all right. And he did it in such a great way. He gets, oh, yeah. I think we're just seeing that Rollins is capable of getting anything over. With, with Even if he doesn't do it well, the WWE Universe will love him. He delivers in the ring in an incredible way. Uh, the, actually, the main thing, and I like everything he does. I think the main problem is I'm worried about his health. Like, he's getting hurt again. I know it seems to be minor because he's like still on the show in that like stone cold kind of a way when he hurt his neck. He's still around. Makes me think that he's you know, and it's a rib thing. Those rib stuff actually tends to be something you can work through. That's what I'm, what I've picked up on. I think part of the problem is that WWE is bringing these guys in so late in their careers. Right. I mean, there's no re- like this is why Joe and Nakamura shouldn't be in NXT. Right. Like they're bringing these guys in when they've already had a decade on the road taking bumps. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, I think. I think NXT will fix that, but now NXT is even touring, right? Right. So it's like they're still putting these guys to work because the indie style for so long has been so rough. Yeah. That by the time you guys they get these guys to WWE and onto the main roster, man, they've taken so many bumps. I know it's crazy. Uh, all right, just to keep him going, uh, uh, the two last things I'll cover on Raw, Strowman. I like that he's finally going to want some competition. Yeah. And I think that Strowman's working. Like, I'm excited to see him have a real match. Yeah, me too. That haircut went a long way. I've heard that he is pretty good. That's good. That's good. All right, that's all Strowman gets. Uh, cruiserweight division, I'm like, I was happy to see Tony Nese get a win. That guy's an incredible talent mm-hmm. in ring uh i was his, sad it was against rich swan though i think rich swan like he could be he could be big he could be a big talent definitely. He's a really entertaining guy he's great in the ring um i think at this point the no, cruiserweight wins and losses mean nothing yeah, that's like no true. one's gonna remember them <laughs> until something like something something needs to happen where it's like uh you know like uh uh, uh was the, something happens that like the cruiserweight division actually matters on raw right now it does not feel like anything uh, and I think part of that is T.J. Perkins. I think he's a dud. Oh, yeah. uh, I think, to be honest, with you know, I thought he was okay in the tournament. I think he was the. Uh, I think I know why he won. It was because you know it was either between it was because <laughs> Kota Bushi wouldn't sign. That's really why he won. They wanted they clearly wanted Ibushi to win. What I think is going to happen is I think Kendrick is going to win the belt in the next month or two. Yeah, and then Neville is going to show up. 
and take the belt from Kendrick. Well, that's my thing is that I think some guys got to move down to cruiserweight, and I, I, it sucks that Jericho's doing so well because I think he'd be a great guy to just move down back because he's the king of cruiserweights. He'd be work so well as the champion of the cruiserweight division, yeah, and like the godfather of the cruiserweight division, giving it that legitimacy. That was my plan for it, but then now he's doing such a great job in the main roster that like bringing him down won't work. But Neville, yeah, I mean Neville's Don Juan cruiserweight. Like he needs to, he needs to be there. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, but Perkins, I mean, awful on the microphone. Even Tony Nese's his taped promo is not that good, but I never judge a guy on a taped promo. Yeah. A taped promo with just a backdrop and lighting on a, a scripted one like that, that, like, it has to be 30 seconds. I don't judge him. All right. Moving on to SmackDown Live. Go home show for, for SmackDown Live. Uh, I thought another good SmackDown show. Somebody, I did. I did too, with the exception of the Bray Wyatt Randy Orton feud. Atrocious. I want to kill myself. Terrible. I, Terrible. Uh, oh. Maybe the worst thing I've seen out of WWE, and I can't remember since what. What was the worst thing since? I, I cannot remember something as bad. What's as something this that was recently. as bad? This was as bad as that like New Day old people segment. Right. Yeah. That was as bad as that. But I think this. I would even. Uh, this is as bad. I, I couldn't believe they did it again after doing it last week. Yeah, they did it again. I mean, Orton upside down. <laughs> what, what, I, you make a guy. No one looks tough or cool upside down like that. Right. And and the reason was like the dumbest. Re- it was like, yo, your world's upside down. I'm upside down. Like, oh man, I'm gonna trick you. I'm gonna get in your head. And by they being- couldn't have Wyatt win that match against Kane. That was my note right here. It's like what? Wyatt not. He loses to Kane again, even by countout. Right. Does he need to lose to Kane? Has Wyatt won a match in 2016? I bet no. I, I don't think so. Has he won a significant match in 2016? No. Maybe that one night he turned face with Roman in that tag match? Yeah, I don't know. I think they won against... Uh, maybe they beat New Day before the brand split. That's The Wyatts? Oh, I yeah, think yeah, did. I think so. I remember that's the last time I was like, oh, look, all right, but they did it because it doesn't mean anything because the brand split's about to happen. All right. Anyway, who cares? Uh, that's all. We're going to say that that was terrible. I think, like, I mean, I had douche chills during that whole segment. He, Orton was like, the hunter's now the hunted. I was like, that's terrible. He said, Lord have mercy. And he says the hunter's now the hunted while he's captured. Yeah. Like, he wasn't even hunting him. Like, the whole nothing made sense. Yeah, that was dumb. I, I, I felt bad for those guys that they were in that segment, to be I honest. Know. I felt bad for them. That writing was really bad. Uh, I again, I do give the props on trying new stuff. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the. I said it last time. I was like, all right, they're trying it, but two weeks in a row, I don't know if there's an excuse for it. It didn't work at all. Uh, let's just make Wyatt look strong and not crazy. Just make him look strong. The dreads look dope. He looks awesome. Like he weirdly looks in shape, even though he's fat. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Wyatt is a rare talent. He's had no belts, zero. He's had no gold on him at all. It's a shame. It makes no sense. Now, let me ask you a question because I legitimately do not know the answer to this, and it bothers me that I don't. And this okay. is a testament to how they've destroyed Wyatt. There's a there's a part from SmackDown where apparently Sister Abigail reappears. I did not know she had left. Was there a storyline where she like abandoned him? I have I don't know who is Sipster Abigail. Like I have not followed any of that. He, I like, know that one time they were set to reveal who it is, right. and I, I don't remember the answer. I don't. I, I've zoned out Bray Wyatt because he made he was nonsensical for a long time. He lost every match. I've written him off because in the same way of they they want me to write off Ziggler, I've had to do it to Wyatt. 
I had written him off too, even though he was maybe my favorite character. Like when he first came in with yeah. the family, I was obsessed with He's them. I arguably loved them. The best actor they've ever had in WWE. Yeah, I'm talking about a, like a better actor than The Rock. Right. Who Rock's not a great actor, but a tremendous wrestling actor. And then they just destroyed him, destroyed him, destroyed him. And then he had that tag match with Reigns earlier in the year. It looked like a face turn. It looked yeah. like they were finally going in a different direction. Yeah. And then they just brought him back as a heel again. Yeah. It's so frustrating. As a matter of fact, right now I'm pulling up in my memory. That he's lost to Kane three times in my head. He lost in that tag match with the Taker, and then he lost at the pay per view where he had to fill in for Orton, and then he lost this week on SmackDown. He, he's lost every match to Kane. Yeah, and out of shape, Kane, like, I shouldn't win. I, Kane should be like, shouldn't I lose this match? Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to the Ziggler segment, the Dolph Humanary. Man, so, I loved right. it. So, yeah, this segment was. Fantastic. Maybe at the expense of Ziggler in, in like a work shoot kind of a way. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think, look, the match at this weekend at No Mercy is his career's on the line. And uh, it's a lot to say here. I mean, I could see him losing this. Yep. But I, I, how did you, let's, talk about, let's separate the segment from the match. The segment. The segment was fantastic. little disappointed that they couldn't get all the Spirit Squad, but... I loved it anyway. Yeah, well, it was great to see them show up. And I, oh, you know, that guy, uh, what's his name, Kenny Dykstra? Yeah. Uh, he does that awesome leg drop off the top rope. What happened to him? He, why did he disappear from wrestling? I have no idea because he was the one that was supposed to be the star out of that group. Right. And he hung around for a while and he then they like dropped him. in good shape. Like he was, look, yeah, I think he still works the indies all the time. Yeah. Uh, I thought he was going to be, like, big. You yeah, know? I thought uh, so, too. All right. But uh, that's not the case. They came back. Uh, so yeah, what what are your thoughts on this segment? I mean, I just loved it. Both Ziggler and The Miz have been doing such great work yeah. in the ring, out of the ring. It's been great. I'm really like, really looking forward to this match on Sunday, and I legitimately do not know who's going to win. Me either. I, legit- I love that. I, I I legitimately have no idea who's going to win. I mean, I could easily see Ziggler leaving. I mean, he's been booked uh, horribly, <laughs> atrociously. And in a way that, like, is insulting. Yes. He's been booked in a very insulting way. Yep. That, like, uh, and this is, he's he lost big at SummerSlam to Dean Ambrose. Then he lost to, to Miz. At the last, he's every opportunity they haven't given it to him. And he feels like he's, the crowd loves him. He's very over. He's very deserving. Uh, and, you know, it, you know, from my perspective, feels like they don't want to put him over for whatever reason. And maybe that reason is because he's going. It definitely feels that way. Yeah, uh, you know, and I, you know, I'm friendly with him. You're friendly with him. He does tournament of nerds, Joe. He does our show, and uh, um, and uh, and I get bummed for him. Honestly, I'm biased when it comes to Ziggler. Honestly, I am because I think he's a great guy and I think he's a great talent. And it's 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 a bummer. It's a bummer to see someone so underutilized. And you know, if he leaves, he'll have an incredible Cody kind of run. Oh, outside yeah, I think of WWE. Even better than Cody. I mean, e- I think even better because he's a way bigger uh, name than Cody. Uh, well, like his name is a weird thing to say considering he's a Rhodes. You know, <laughs> he's right, Dusty yeah. Rhodes' son. But so, he's a guy that whatever TNA turns into, they could build that company around him. Or yeah. he could go to Japan. Like, the question is, what? The, how much of his life does he want to dedicate to wrestling? Yeah, That's he could just throw thing. in the towel and just go full steam ahead into acting. Because he, he does a lot of work on Fox News. You know he does. He's on, he's on the Kennedy show. 
Uh, he is a comedian. You know, he's very interested in the comedy world. Um, he's got and, the and look of an actor. Legitimately good. Like we love having him on Tournament of Nerds because yeah. he's one of the best judges that we have. He's he's incredible off the cuff. Like he he did a, my web series on Funny or Die that didn't run. He came in and did it, and uh, uh, but like he was so funny in it. You know, and we walked away from it. me and my wife were both in it, and she was like, "He's so funny." Uh, uh, but and also he's great looking. I mean, let's not yeah. like discredit that. He's jacked up. Mm-hmm. He's like uh, he, he has a movie star look. Uh, he's at an age where like you know he looks like you know where it's it's kind of that crossroads. And uh, maybe, uh, maybe fucking Miz gives him shit because he's pretending to be a movie star. But maybe Ziggler is a movie star. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like uh, I think that you know he he's got a potential, and he's just, he's a guy who, uh, who who's got his hands in a couple different things. We all know that WWE acknowledges that in the package. So it will be interesting to see where he goes here. I if think he, it's a bummer he, as 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 a mark. I'm bummed to see him go yep. if he goes. But as a mark, I'm happy to see him. I, I'm I, I'm happy to see him win, and then just like push him, and just be like, this was all the work. This was all the way to like motivate him internally. I'd love to see that turnaround. But I think it's kind of a win-win for him. Uh, yeah, ultimately, I completely. And it's a agree. win-win for Miz also. Yeah. Well, no, it's a win-lose for Miz. Miz, no, it's a win-lose. For, it's a win-win for Miz also. If Miz drops that title, it's only to be bumped up. Yep. Miz is now look Ziggler is amazing, and I also think I give Miz I give Ziggler a lot of props for uh, selling these segments in a way where like he's getting shit on and he's taking it and acting affected by it in a believable way. Yep. Work shoot wise, I'm thinking that he's like sad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In the segment, it, you feel that, so he's doing a great job there. I think that now okay, so Ziggler's doing a great job. We'll see what happens to him. Miz, uh, ready for. Ready to be a big time name in this company again? Uh, definitely, definitely. Uh, Miz is like doing incredible work since Maurice at, has been by his side. Uh, I talk about a guy who's found himself, who seems to, you know, from all accounts, from the wrestlers I've interacted with, and there's a small number, but it's enough. Um, you know, including on the show, Miz Dow, he was on this show. You know, uh, Sandow said that Miz works really hard. And I've heard him on other podcasts say, like, at this point in his career, whatever WWE gives him, he's going to work as hard as he can to get that over, and he's not going to have a bad attitude, even though he fell from grace from that WrestleMania 27. And I would event. say that was not his fault. Uh, that, 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 he, that, he, that 27? The fall from grace, yeah. Yeah. The Rock fucked him. Yeah, well, The Rock buries – whenever The Rock comes back, he buries somebody. <laughs> yeah, mean, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, everybody. He even tried to, like, even that thing where he did to Lana bothered me when he, like, was real misogynistic, saying he, like, fucked her, essentially, is right, what he was yeah. saying. That was also, like, come on, man. Like, she's here building her brand, and you come in and just say, you came in and you could bang her because you're the rock. Look, I get it. I know someone's going to give you shit for that. But, like, to me, that w- that's actually, like, the misogyny I don't need in wrestling at all. Uh, not that I need any misogyny. <laughs> I just need, you know what I mean, that I don't like when they're crying. Yeah. Uh, to tie it into that. But... Uh, uh, the Miz is one of these guys who had a, it seems like if I had to infer from this information I have, put his head down, did the work, and really found himself. Yeah, and is like deserves another big opportunity. WrestleMania, st- like I'm saying, like I'm I'm going to the stars. Like if he keeps this up, could headline Mania. I think he's a, a Mania main eventer. I yeah. really do. Yep. Yeah, we're both agreeing there. Oh, I was expecting some pushback. I just don't know who you feud him with after Ziggler. AJ. 
a heel heel, you think? I mean, I would feud him with AJ too if AJ yeah, was a you're face. Right. You're right. You're right. I wasn't thinking about that. Also, you don't want to do forget AJ again. the heel. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like him so much. And it looks like Ambrose is going heel, maybe. So you don't. You can't do that. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what you do. And the brand split keeps confusing me because every mm-hmm. good matchup, I'm like, and then every good matchup, I'm like, all right, well then just swap shows. And then we've shown that you know we had uh, we had a defector of a uh, what's his name. <laughs> What's that idiot's Swagger. name? Yeah, Jack Swagger. <laughs> What's that idiot's name? Jack Swagger. He he transferred shows, so you see it. But if they transfer shows too much, it shows it shows a weakness of the draft. Like it shows it's not working. Yeah. So I don't know, but Miz. I mean, that suit was incredible. Maurice is looks incredible by mm-hmm. her side. The costuming on those two. Ziggler gave a great promo, and Miz gave a great response. His. Bringing in the Spirit Squad, that package was cut so well. It shit on Ziggler so hard in a way that almost made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Which I can never tell if that's because I just love Ziggler as a guy. Uh, yeah, what? that's just re- two weeks in a row. That's wrestling at its best. This match is one of the best lead-ups to a match at a pay-per-view probably all year. It's probably the, the match I'm the most excited for for story reasons. Yeah, and look at what you can do. Like, we have seen... The Miz and Dolph Ziggler a thousand times. Five thousand. I saw him yet, at the forum. Right. <laughs> yet I'm excited for this match. And that's yeah. what you can do with great storytelling and great promos. Yeah. And, and that's yeah. kind of my art. That's the thing is that, like, I always say wrestling needs more story. And people, and like, Stone Cold gets on his high horse about, like, oh, they, they why are they doing a 20 minute promo up top? And I'm like, nah, I'm fine with the 20 minute promo up top. It just needs to be good storytelling, it needs to be right. good writing. I don't need, like, you know, he's just like, more matches, more matches. It's like, actually, I just need more good writing. And there's been a lot of good writing lately. Mm-hmm. And uh, even small things, like what I count as writing. Da- Bailey beating up Dana Brooke in response, and then Charlotte coming out, losing the belt because Dana's not there. Good writing. Right? Like, that leads to good storytelling. Yeah. Uh, the Cena shoot on Talking Smack. Oh, that was great. That was terrific. Yeah. Uh, that was great. So anyway, I'm excited to see this match coming up. Uh, I think it's good. I will say that uh, during that segment, um, uh, I thought Otunga is horrible. Oh God! Why is he that guy is near a worst. microphone? The worst. Did, did they have like Jennifer Hudson agree to sing the national anthem at Mania 33? I mean, it's just because she's his wife. That's it. Uh, and did you notice what Otunga was wearing on SmackDown last night? No. He was wearing something similar to what The Miz wears for his, like, douchebag character. He was wearing one of those things where, like, one of those hoodies that just has, like, the zipper on one side. It looked like the thing Miz was wearing when he was with Miz out when they were both wearing oh, that Oh, yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I actually love that thing. The thing with the wrap. The wrap like yeah, the it, looked, wrap. it looked like it looked that, but mixed Miz. with a hoodie. The Miz uh, taps into L.A. in such a great perfect. way. He's so L.A. and he lives here. Like he's like so. But I feel LA. like Otunga is the real version of this character the Miz is doing. Yeah, Otunga. St- oh, he stinks. And just name drop, Whereas, name drop. I'm I am liking Corey Graves. Everyone told yeah. me to listen up to what Corey Graves is doing, and then I did. He did. He did actually one of my things that I've said. Corey Graves mentioned that the title gives you more money. Yep. Which I think is so small, but goes such a long way. They're going after these titles. It's like, why? You do sometimes you get just go like they just want that little belt. You're like, no, it brings fame. It brings we need to treat it like a boxing belt. 
where like there's a purse, there's like fame, there's there are things we need to because it is even true. Yeah, it is true. You go on the Today Show, you you're on the cover of magazines when you're the champion. Like there is stuff to it. We need to know that like that accolade matters. The Raw announced team is so much better right now than the SmackDown team. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it uh, definitely. Although I do love Moro, I'm a big fan of Moro. Yeah, I'm on the fence. You're on the fence? Yeah. Too goofy? Yeah, and the pop culture references. and See, I like uh, Moro. I think the problem with it is that the teams are so mismanaged. Like, Moro and JBL are two of the – they're two over the top. They're, they're two clowns. So you need somebody to ground it, and Otunga's not that guy. So why do you have Byron Saxon and Michael Cole at the same table when they serve the same exact purpose mm-hmm. to me? Split that up. Put, put uh, you know, put – Put the Saxton on uh, on the bro, on the. I, I mean, get rid of Otonga. I mean, yeah. He's useless. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm starting to appreciate the nuances of, of Corey Graves. And a couple of people came on and, and and gave me that. All right, cool. So uh, uh, rolling right along, with SmackDown. I want to make one observation about SmackDown before we get into the the main event. Yeah. Which is that like somebody? All right. So uh, SmackDown <laughs> like kicked off. With the here's these are in order of appearance. These are the wrestlers you saw. Okay, you saw. All right, you saw Bray Wyatt, Kane, Randy Orton, uh, Baron Corbin, Jack Swagger. Like all the monsters are on SmackDown. Like all these big fucking dudes. Where I was like, I kind of like the and the classic feel of just like, and some of them have like no personality. Like you know, <laughs> yes. where I was just kind of just like something about it. I was like, all right, this is the show where just wrestlers go. And that's something that I have dug. You know, I like, uh, uh, but it's just a small, stupid thing. Uh, okay. Female men. I don't have anything to say about the females on SmackDown. I think they all stink except for Nikki. And I like Becky, too, but that division does not excite me at all. I like all of them to a point. Yeah. I think that they had been doing some good things with that division. Uh, for the last couple of weeks, it really feels like they've been phoning it in. Yeah. All right. So let us... Let us uh, let's round this out by talking about the 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 no mercy face off segment. Which yeah. look, I dug that they just called it a face off. Yeah, I was like, do we need to always pretend there's a contract to be signed? Right, like just be like <laughs> these guys are going to talk in the ring. It's like <laughs> I thought it was interesting that this like pay per view cycle started the same way it ended. It started with the three of them in the yeah. ring. It ended with the three of them in the ring. Uh, I liked seeing. I, who knows if this was on purpose or not, but I like seeing the way the three characters have changed from just a month ago coming out of Backlash. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Cena is just the, like, I don't, like, I'm done with this shit, like, old man. I love how, like, hyped up AJ is. He's I like, love I- that. I'm successful. He's almost has that, like, Republican <laughs> vibe yeah. of, like, I'm successful and stop giving me shit for being successful. Like, <laughs> right. I'm the American dream. And, like, don't, like, the fact that I. He, you know, it's almost like Trump esque, uh, 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 but in in a likable, in a more likable way. Though, actually, I think this is the least likable Cena's been. Um, this is the mo- closest to heel we've seen Cena. Yeah, he's going for an accolade, right? He's ve- showing some narcissism. He's celebrating himself. He attacked uh, Ambrose. Uh, without cutting the promo. He said on Talking Smack that he is in the conversation of being one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I, lo- I, th- I, th- I think actually this might be the closest we get to heel Cena. Yep, I think it's so just too. like, uh, over, uh, you know, uh, he, he's hitting easily. Yeah, he's getting into like, he's going from like Jeter to A-Rod a little yep. bit. 
you know, <laughs> which uh, which I'm sure would drive him nuts when Punk called him the New York Yankees. Uh, yeah, but so I all right. So let's get into these promos. Cena's promo on Talking Smack is a must watch. Yep. If you didn't watch it, and I, you know what, Talking Smack is a must watch show. Talking Smack is there. It is so loose that you cannot tell when it's work shoot. You really, mm-hmm. you really, you don't, you don't know. Look, I mean, you know, you're getting worked sometimes, but the way that they do it, sometimes it's so loose that they're throwing in things they shouldn't say, and it seems like no one. Vince is not watching the show. That's all I know. Or else he would be like, all right, what's going on here? Uh, the looseness, I really, I really dig. From uh, what I understand, Vince isn't even showing up to SmackDown. Well, what I read is that Triple H and Stephanie are fully in charge right now. It seems to be, I've already heard that it contradicted. Yeah, I think that's... We got we to gotta, we gotta, we gotta talk to Mazzani. We got we to gotta, <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get in there. Uh, uh, yeah, Matt Mazzani, well, you know, he used to be on the show a bunch, and then he's now migrated to Stanford and is in the mix in the writer's bullpen over at WB. All right, so this segment, so Cena, that was awesome. So it felt like Cena said everything he had to say on Talking Smack, yeah. and it was almost a cool thing where they were like, hey, if you didn't watch Talking Smack, well, then, like, fuck you, SmackDown Live yeah. audience. Like, because uh, they just responded to what he said on Talking Smack. That yep. was the segment, and I like that. It's like, make this stuff important. Even though I don't like that there's too much content, I was like, that is cool that they're they're not just going to repeat it, you know? Yep. Anyway, AJ cut a great promo, yeah. I thought. AJ promo. I mean, AJ. He is just next level heel. Like, he's yeah. doing so well. Great work. Uh, uh, let's do it quickly. Ask me what I'm wearing. What are you wearing? I'm wearing, right now, uh, this is the what I'm wearing segment is returned. We, <laughs> we did it so late. I'm wearing Bullet, my Bullet Club t-shirt for two reasons. One reason is in my support of AJ, because I would like AJ to win this weekend. I think AJ should retain it. I'm really I like the work he's doing, and then also to protest his t-shirts. He has shitty t-shirts, and he needs a dope new t-shirt that I can buy. So and, I'm going to stick with his and old also t-shirts. Because you're too sweet. Yeah, I am, well, yeah. Also, because I am too sweet. Which, by the way, if I see anybody wearing a wrestling t-shirt, I give them the too sweet. I right, and uh, it's been, everyone has responded super well to it. <laughs> Like, just random people I saw in Disneyland. <laughs> like, weird. <laughs> uh, so, AJ, I thought his promo was really good. Um, uh, uh, I think he... The, uh, if you look in the ring, it was Cena, Ambrose, AJ. AJ looks like a professional wrestler, which mm-hmm. will always get you over in my mind. Those two guys are coming in dressed like fucking clowns. Cena, at this point, I, I'm cool with it because he's so jacked under the shirt. Yep. That I have such an appreciation for what's going on under that shirt. That it's fine. <laughs> fine. You want to wear dumb PBR like July 4th gear? It's fine. I think this triple threat could be amazing. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm excited. This pay-per-view, very excited for this pay-per-view. This match, the triple threats, I, I can't remember a bad triple threat in recent history. It's kind of what they figured. It, I think the, what fits professional re- the WWE-style professional wrestling is the, the triple threats have been dope. Uh, Ambrose promo. Another almost promo. Yes, he's almost there. <laughs> Another almost. It's like, all right, his delivery's pretty good. He's got a great presence. He's like, you know, he looks, he looks strong in there. Mm-hmm. You know, with the t-shirt on. Once he, you know, <laughs> and the little pink <laughs> ribbon. Yeah. Well, you know, tough. You gotta get tough on breast cancer. Although I was reading some shit about Susie G. Coleman. Oh yeah. People think it's a real corrupt piece of shit organization. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I was reading some stuff about how, like, some people th- go as far to say that, like, Susan G. Komen exists to push unnecessary testing for, uh, uh, companies. And also, Susan G. Komen partners with, like, KFC and companies that have 
uh, 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 use chemicals that are known to produce cancer. So uh, I don't know. I, look, I'm not taking that take. I'm not taking that. I, I don't know enough. But I did read that. <laughs> so I don't know. It does. It does feel a little. I don't know. There's got to yeah. be something true there. Anyway, all right. So um, Ambrose. Another. The thing is that he he his promos. My thing. My beef with Ambrose promos, are like. Look, it felt cool because it did have that work shoot element. I did feel like he was actually being like, Cena, fuck you, man. Like, I'm not going to kiss your ass. Like, that really worked for me. Mm-hmm. But then he starts saying, like, I get zero injuries. And, like, my big knock on Ambrose is he wrestles like a guy who's not going to get injured. <laughs> right now, yeah. Yeah, he does the pencil off the top rope. Like, that's his jump is he dumps with your feet as close to the ground as possible. Yeah, he so, doesn't wrestle like a lunatic. No, he doesn't wrestle like a lunatic. So it's not. So I'm saying that, that, that that's not true. So and then he's like. Oh, I'm real. It's like you don't like me because I'm real. And I was like, I think Cena is realer. Cena wrestles harder and is realer than you. I will say, Ambrose and Owens, they saved that company when everyone was injured. The two of yeah. them wrestled on every house show, sometimes twice a night, yeah. twice a day. I mean, they worked their asses off to keep that company afloat. Um, so I will give them that. Uh, but, yeah, Ambrose's style has gone soft. It doesn't match the character. And I don't mind a soft style, but the lunatic fringe should not have a soft style. No, and also I just feel like if you're going to ye- – uh, the things that you bark, you should back up. You know, mm-hmm. if you're going to knock Cena for not wrestling hard. You know, I, and he said you're a part-timer, and it's like, nah, Cena works his ass off. It's like not – it's just not – yeah, he, it's not true. It's not like he's coming in and having soft matches. He's coming in and like wrestling with, uh, with AJ and putting on match of the year. And he's not really that much of a part timer either. No, he's barely, it's not like no, Brock. Like, he was part time when he got hurt. Right. Yeah, and he got hurt, but like he comes back super strong, comes back fast. Though you know they say he doesn't get tested. Like, like a couple of weeks ago, he was still doing the dark matches on Raw. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I just think, uh, to be fair to Ambrose, it's really hard to knock Cena. Yeah. Uh, it's really hard to knock him because he really is like, he's the Derek Jeter. Like, that's just the deal. It's just like, oh, this guy's this guy's great and he's classy. I love him. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. W- without being a heel, because Ambrose is like in that gray area. Yeah. And then I thought they had that nice go home. They, they were all like doing their finishers on each other. Nice. It was. Like, I love nice. the false finishes too, where it yeah. kept looking like they were going to go off the air with yeah, one yeah. guy holding up the belt, and then they get attacked from behind. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was great. That all worked out. All right, so let's round this out with some predictions on No Mercy. Let's get them up. Uh, so uh, Zig, let's uh, let's read them off, starting from the bottom of the card. Okay, bottom card: Kurt Hawkins versus well. To be decided. There's no one there. Someone skipped that one. Oh, Kurt Hawkins is yeah. premiering? Yeah. All right, I'm yeah. going to say Kurt Hawkins wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, followed by Nikki Bella versus Carmella. Oh, okay. I think Carmella. Yeah, I think Carmella will go over. I think they're really trying to build her up. And I think, you know, she seems like one of Triple H's girls. And I think Nikki can lose here and still be in the ma- in the picture. So yeah. that's cool. Right. Next up, Randy Orton versus Brain Wyatt. <laughs> Brain Brian. Wyatt. I'm uh, going to make who, a bold prediction. Yeah. I'm going to say that Bray Wyatt wins... After an appearance by the physical manifestation of Sister Abigail. Oh, that's a very specific. But you're saying Bray clean win? No. I guess that's Shmazi, right? That's yeah. a, um, I see. I'm, I think they're going to give Bray a clean win. I think they know they have to. I just think I have to have some kind of hope here. They're going to give Bray this clean win. 
And I think at first I thought Orton couldn't take it at the last pay per view, but now because of the SummerSlam finish, but we're far removed from that at this point. That I think yeah. we're okay. Next up, The Miz with Marcy versus Dolph Ziggler. Marcy, I love it. Uh, 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 who wins this? This is the que- this is the question, right? This is the question. I'll go first. Yeah. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go as harsh as possible here. I'm gonna say, um, I'm gonna say they're gonna give Miz a clean win. I think they're gonna give Miz this clean win, and they're gonna just bury. They're going to bury Dolph for right now. I think that's what it is. Because if he's leaving, they want to make Miz look strong, and they want to bump Miz up. That's the way to bump Miz up. I think they're going to do him. I think they're going to do They've proven it time and time again. They do him dirty. Uh, I think that's what's going to happen. But I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I hope Ziggler wins. That's what I want. Yeah, I because I was wrong. I thought he was going to win at SummerSlam. I thought he was going to win at the last pay per view. I keep being wrong. So I am going to say Ziggler wins. All right, in a soft reboot. Okay, cool. You heard it here second because I that's what I want to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. All right next up, Heath Slater and Rhino versus the Usos. Oh, uh, Usos. <laughs> Usos. You think Usos are going to They're win? already feuding with American Alpha over the <laughs> yeah, belt. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. I think uh, you're going to – I'll say he – I'll say they retain. Though I love – I think the Usos are dope now. They yeah. Made, they made them dope. A, a quick rebrand on two guys who are handsome and look cool. And they could use a manager, give them I cool. think. Oh, definitely. They First off, they should be with Reigns. Yeah. It should be a stable. That's uh-huh. the best way to do it. I said it. They should keep the. I was like, keep the face paint. Have one guy with it on this side, one on this side, and Reigns wears a full oh, mask. That'd be great. They would look cool, but it's, it feels. I, I I wouldn't put the face paint back on them, but those guys should all roll together. And Reigns should dress more like they would dress. Yeah, yeah. He, that'd he be also, more legit. I'm so bored of his look. Oh, even know. even forget the vest, which I shit on constantly. Oh, just I'm just bored of the look. Just bored with Reigns. Period. Yeah. Everything, top Boring. to bottom. Stinks. Next one. Becky Lynch versus Alexa Bliss. Oh yeah, uh, Becky all the way. Yeah, I think this is a Becky retain. This is going to be a big. They, yeah, they're trying to build Becky. But up. I think she's going to make Bliss look fantastic. Yeah, I think they're going to have. I think they're. I think they're going to. I think they know they need to have a great match. And Alexa Bliss seems like a really hard worker. And I think she's. You know, even though she, her gimmick is a little up in the air. Just her gimmick. She's a bitch. That's like that's like what it, that's what it is. Like she was Harley Quinn for a week. Yeah, that's dumb. Next up, AJ Styles, Dean Ambrose, and John Cena. Oh, the main, main, main. I think Styles retains. I think St- Styles retains also. A lot of people think Cena's going to get it now. That just doesn't make any sense right now. He yeah. shouldn't win. I think he should win at thirty three. Get set the record. Hug it out with Flair in the ring, and then win. Beat the record at thirty four. He'll be healthy enough to do it. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, uh, and if he, and I think it, it, you know whenever or they could have him win it any time he's healthy. Like if it doesn't work out time wise. Yeah, is that it? Pre-show match between Jack Swagger and Baron Corbin. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what? Oh man, this is tough. This is the tough. This is the one. This is the match. I hope Baron Corbin kills him. <laughs> Baron punches right through him. <laughs> yeah, Baron. <laughs> I ever really like. I kind of like sometimes like Baron Corbin. I like order, Baron Corbin just because I watched him come up in NXT. So like I kind of like appreciate. I think there's a lot you could do with him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think have a crazy. Needs- I have a crazy idea what? where, and this is just the kind of like bullshit that I like in WWE is the real crazy stuff. I want him to beat Kane and absorb Kane's powers. <laughs> oh yeah, that, 
That would be really funny. Uh, it actually, it would it would actually be like better than what he's got going on now. Yep. And then you'd have like a new Kane. Yeah, that's my fan fiction. Yeah. Well, he's not a new Kane. He's Baron Corbin, but he can like shoot fire. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's great. Uh, all right, let's round this long episode out. Look. These episodes are getting longer as they give us more and more content. More. We didn't even talk about the tag tournament, which yeah. starts on Wednesday. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> we'll be all right. Uh, cool, Justin. How can we find you in this? What do you want to? What do you? Anything you want to plug? Anything Just, you want to say? Uh, Uprocks.com with Spandex. Uh, I do a weekly SmackDown review every Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, I'm starting to do more for the site. I have a bowl article coming out hopefully this week. Oh, awesome! Uh, whenever I can finish it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, go to Uprocks, uh, go to Wrestling with Spandex, and uh, we try to. Uh, we're not just a clickbait site. We're not just a cut and paste news site. We actually have opinions, hopefully funny ones, and yeah, check it out. And then if you're in LA, third Saturday of every month, Tournament of Nerds, Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, uh, Franklin. You may see Dolph Ziggler. Hey, you may see Dolph Ziggler more now. Who yeah, knows? yeah, you might see him every month. Uh, uh, great, cool. Uh yeah, check those shows out. Uh uh you can uh 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 <laughs> I'm blanking on everything. Woo! I get tired from this podcast. All right, you can follow us on Twitter at, at COW Podcast. Remember to rate and subscribe. Give us five stars. We deserve it. We are a five star podcast. Come on, you know it, you show it. Uh and uh you can follow me personally on Twitter at D Black. Attack and you join our Facebook discussion. We have a lot of we're having a lot of fun in that group, the Comedians of Wrestling Facebook group. Uh, come in there, post some stuff. Still making me give everyone permission to enter. I don't know how to get rid of that feature, <laughs> but I gotta prove you guys. And like, look, I'm vetting your pro- I'm vetting your profiles very closely. All right. Anyway, uh, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.